Hi, everybody. Dennis Gebhardt with Guru Nation, welcoming you back to episode number two in our series on distinguishing the difference between permanent, demi-permanent, and toners, along with my teaching partner, Max Massiano. Max, how are you, my friend? I'm great, Dennis. Thanks for having me today. Great, great. Well, look, I want to kind of continue along our thought process from our last episode. We had pretty much covered, you know, that these three product types are really more similar than they are different. So in this episode, I'd like to talk about permanent hair color because um, I think that it's important to understand what we're working with. And you're going to find how similar that they are. So, So let's begin by talking about the dyes and permanent hair color. They are oxidative, correct? Most of the time, yes, but every yeah. now and again, you will get a shade that when you squeeze it out of the tube, it is already got some right. color to it. Right. Typically, it's a red shade right. or, or like usually like some of the, the richer, warmer browns have some additional direct dyes added to them. And it's really just for additional intensity. But those shades are very few and right. far between. Right. Yeah. And it is, like you said, it's just meant really to boost the shade. Um, But primarily they're made of oxidative dyes. Um, And uh, there's only a few oxidative dyes that we actually use. And and remember, these dyes do not have specific colors. They're really chemical compounds. And once they have developed with, you know, developed with oxygen, then they develop a visual color result. Uh, so that's how we make permanent hair color. Um, permanent hair color is not only made based upon the combination of what we call dye intermediates. And why do we call them intermediates? Is because they're not yet a complete dye. Uh, right. I think we have this illusion that, you know, I have color in my tube. <laughs> and, and we don't. We have chemicals in our tube. And if we right. process them, we will get a visual result. And so dye intermediates have to be carried into the hair. And, and, and here's the way that really does work. The alkalizer, which most colors are still, major part of them are still using ammonia. Why? Because it's the most effective alkalizing agent that we have. It is regarded in chemistry as a catalyst. So it accelerates the action. It makes the, the process easier. It speeds it along by swelling the cuticle, by exposing peroxide, which is an acid, to alkalinity. What happens is when you take and expose peroxide to an alkaline base, that's what we call base. Base always trumps acid. So the acid portion of the mixture starts to break down and it manifests itself by releasing oxygen. So that's how that whole process is occurring. Now, mm-hmm. peroxide has really three functions in a permanent hair color. Number one, it, it prepares the site by fracturing or breaking down the pigment part of the structure of the hair and making it, uh, fracturing it into smaller bits and pieces. So we create more light reflect, less light absorption. Secondly, it carries in the dye intermediates And then they connect with each other and they bond to the structure of the hair. So it's like building a structure inside of a structure. Okay. Once they bonded together and they are completed, they've reached what we call maximum dye development. Then when light strikes that color molecule, 
based upon its chemical structure, its size and its shape is the color that is interpreted and we see with human vision. Permanent hair color works in the cortex and that's primarily where it works. Um, sometimes we permanent color develops in the cuticle layers. Most often that happens when we are a little bit slow with our application mm -hmm. and the color molecules have developed in the bowl and they've gotten really too large to follow the pathway, which is called the CMC, cell membrane complex between the cuticle layers, that soft tissue, that's how it gets into the cortex. <clears throat> so they get too big. And so they get lodged in the cuticle layer and they'll never get down to the cortex anyway. And that's what many times, if you don't do a good post-color process, post-color protocol, um, you will have early fading. So that's really how permanent hair color works. We, we always teach it, or they teach it in classes. They say, well, they're, they don't have color. They're invisible until they bond together and then they're visible. Well, that's, but what I just explained to you is how they become, become visible. Right, right. And so ammonia is the most common alkalizer that we use in permanent hair color, but it's not the only one that we use in permanent hair color, correct? Mm -hmm. That's right. There are other ones that we use too. Yeah, like MEA. Absolutely. And that's, of course, the common acronym for monolethanolamine, which is a derivative of ammonia. Right. It's, it's and, not that different, right? <laughs> no. And in fact, and there's a new kid on the block that has started showing up, and that one is called AMP, or aminomethylpropanol. Right. Yeah. And, and aminomethylpropanol, MEA, both are real similar in molecular weight. Yeah. Um, however, we know that aminomethylpropanol does not have the same. Oh, how do I say this? It doesn't have the same ability to lighten as much as MEA yeah. or ammonia. It it has a harder time catalyzing. Yes. With the developer for that oxygen release. And, right. you know, what's so interesting is I was really fortunate recently to be talking to a few chemists from Italy mm -hmm. who were, and, and what they were talking, the way they kind of, they gave an analogy. They were like, ammonia is small but mighty. It's, and it's still regarded, when you talk to cosmetic chemists, the, the men and women who build hair color for a living, they will always tell you ammonia is the most effective alkalizer used in the creation of hair color because you only need a tiny bit of it and it is very powerful. So they, so they said, you know, ammonia is mighty mouth. And then they said MEA is like an elephant. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's big. It moves slower, it's a little clutchier. And when you are especially using it in permanent hair color formulation, you have to use it in higher concentrations than you would with ammonia. Right. And then the way they referred to 
AMP, they said AMP is like a mountain. Like it doesn't really go anywhere, you know, yeah. but they, you, you know, like it was like such a good analogy. <clears throat> right. You know, AMP, AMP probably can never be used alone as an alkalizer in permanent hair color because you just wouldn't be able to get lift right but that's why both mea and amp are used in demi-permanent hair colors you know because in smaller smaller amounts they do just enough to get the cuticle open and get those dyes right into the the first little layer of the cortex yeah absolutely so so i think um when we think about permanent hair color as well, I think a lot of times we think that it comes back out of the hair, you know, yeah. when we, you know, it falls out of the hair over a period of time and it doesn't, but what it does do is it breaks down, you know, that structure that we built inside the hair. Uh, every time the hair uh, is swollen or every time the hair is constricted, it's sort of like a mini earthquake. And so that little yeah. structure vibrates until eventually the uh, couplers, which is part of the dye intermediate family, couplers, the word couple means it brings things mm-hmm. together. The couplers will disengage. Yeah. And that's great, Max. You did a visual, but we're on I, audio. I, I, so I, I, I get it. <laughs> oh, the couplers will disengage. And when they disengage, what happens is they change, it changes the chemical structure. Remember, as a whole dye molecule, it has a specific content, a chemical content. But when the, the couplers disengage, it changes the ratio of content in that, in that chemical structure. And therefore, it looks different to us visually. Because remember, every object, the color we see is based upon its shape, its size, and its chemical content. Without, the, without all those three things being in place, we wouldn't see it at all. And that's why when color fades, it's not washing out of the hair. It's just breaking down in the hair. And so that's why when we refresh permanent color, we recommend highly that you don't try to match what you did on the scalp through the mid links and the ends or zone two and zone three, because right. you've already got color in there that has still inside the hair strand. You just want to add what most often we lose is some tone or some reflect in our color result. And so that's how permanent hair color works. Yeah. And uh, most of the pH of most permanent hair colors nowadays start around 9.5 and go up to a little bit over 10. Um, and because of the chemical construction, it is pretty impossible to change that by adding a solution and making it into a different type of color product. That's right. We, you know, and I mean, we'll talk about that in episode number three. But anyway, I think this pretty much covers it for episode number two. We know permanent colors have uh, oxidative dyes. They're called dye intermediates. We know it works in the cortex. We know when it fades, it doesn't really wash out of the hair. It just simply breaks down. We know the pH that we work with is somewhere between 9.5 and 10.5 based upon the brand of color that you use. And um, I think that pretty much covers it. Do you think, Max? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I would add, too, is that with permanent hair color, 
those dyes themselves are going to be driven the deepest into the cortex, which yeah. gives you maximum longevity. And when we talk about the other categories uh, of demi-permanent hair color and toners, we were, we're going to also talk about how they are specifically built to not last as long as permanent hair color. Exactly. Exactly. All right, everyone. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you in episode number three next time around. So until then, I am Captain Color. Thank you so much. From my heart to yours, I'm out. Max, how about you? I'm out. Have a great one, everyone. See you all soon. Bye bye.